We're here. Darkness is your ally. You merely adopted the dark. Oh, Ruffy Ball! Time for you scooter to catch a rat! There's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Okay, you were finished! Or allow me to retort. Fuck it, Diana Jones! Put a chicken in and make a lemon jerk! You know what's fucked for? The amount of times your mom's faked a jellyfish thing to get me to piss on her. Come, come, give me kisses. Son of a bitch! One, don't ever touch me again. Two, don't ever touch me again. I don't know what movie that's from, but it sounds real familiar. That's uh, oh boy, um, Idris Elba up in uh, uh, Pacific Rim. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Charlie Hunnam was all. Hot and bothered about that little cute Asian girl working with him, and yeah. he grabbed him by uh, was it General Petticoat Pentecost yeah. Pentecost? My motherfucker, <laughs> he's like, bitch, don't you ever put your motherfucking hands on me? But yeah, he said, don't touch me again. <laughs> yeah, fucking a. Yeah, don't do it. Welcome into the Battle Draft Podcast, aka the Church of AI Podcast. <laughs> I'm your supreme eminent archon <laughs> chancellor. Alpha double A. <laughs> God damn. This shit took a turn. I'm hijacking this podcast, bro. This is the Church AI podcast. <laughs> Praise be. <laughs> bro. I let you on my podcast when I start my church. <laughs> you start another, a new, new podcast? Yeah, I need, a ch- I need my church podcast. <laughs> Jesus. And so I'm just straight hijacked this shit. We're gonna morph this. We're gonna pivot. We have to pivot this podcast. The Church of AI, sponsored by Alan Iverson. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. Ever, ever since uh, last episode, man, I've been. I've been. I, you kind of. The fuck with you? A little bit. Like I just like. Hmm. Like AI is gonna take over. I should just embrace that shit now. Might as well, though. I you, feel that shit's inevitable. You you had a very convincing argument last week. I was Thank just, you. Just kind of... It, it made me question some things. See? <laughs> watch that movie, The Creator, man. I, I, I do want to watch it. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Somebody, some, somebody gave me some Hulu login codes, nice, so... Nice, nice. Yeah, Hulu? Oh, you get, you get on... Um... <laughs> <laughs> the dungeon, the dungeons? yes. Yeah. I uh, I had to keep watching. Yeah. after last week, I'm back like, on it. I was I'm, like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I'm watching it again with uh, I was like, good shows like that. I'll watch in uh, English dubbed over yeah. first, and I'll rewatch it in the subtitles. Yeah, with the subtitles. Because I've always heard like the translation translations are different. Can yeah. be different. So like the Americans, they usually edit the dialogue. Sure. To Which, make it yeah. more American, yeah, sure. Just what they say and how they say things. But yeah, that last episode, he got, he finally got that good weapon. The the uh, the, the knife. The good yeah, knife. the knife yeah. that uh, she had to the beg. Hephaestus. Yeah, Hephaestus knife. And it basically grows with him. And yep. so I was like, yeah, when when I left here, that was the last one I saw. I was like, fuck, I gotta keep watching. That shit, just like the Atma weapon in Final Fantasy. Yeah. <sighs> So man, what what has entertained you? You know what really entertained me today? Today 
February 11th, Super Bowl Sunday, 2024. It's your birthday. Happy birthday to me. And Nate, our cousin. Yeah, and a bunch of other dudes I know. Yeah, like 20 other people. <laughs> um, I was cleaning up some stuff in my desk upstairs, and I found an old notebook. I found uh, some of your writings in oh, there. Oh, God. I don't even want to fucking know, man. <laughs> it was funny. Some of your uh, joke material. Oh, really? What, what was on there? There was the one about uh, the list of five girls you wanted to bang in high school. And then you ended up banging one after she got after high school and she got like super plus sized. And No, I remember that. You were like mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that joke. Maybe that one wasn't a joke. Maybe that was real. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a setup. It started out as a setup because you were writing there like had a really sad conversation the other day or some like, true conversation I had. And, and I don't know, you had a bunch of other shit. Hmm. And you were talking about the Richard Sherman incident with uh, Aaron Andrews. Oh, yeah. I think when I did do comedy, I think I just I did that uh, for like one week while it was relevant. And yeah. did you know, just did my one relevant for the time joke. Yeah, yeah. The shelf life of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else I got going on? Some entertaining things. Uh, let's see. Watch the movie Maverick. Of course. That was good. Did you watch it twice? Like once for you and once for the podcast? Yes. <laughs> no, I watched it one time full and then I went back to the couple good scenes and hit up like the end battles and all the fighting, fighter scenes. And... What's your favorite scene in that movie? I know we're going to talk about it in depth. Wait. Yeah, I'll just wait. You get mad at me for pulling from the movie. <laughs> yeah, but now, now's now the you're going to ask me about it. Now's movie. the week to talk about it. And then we don't ever have to talk about it again. But we will. <laughs> Until number three comes out. Ooh. <laughs> Isn't that greenlit already? I have no idea. I thought I saw something. It might have been a joke. I'm, I'm sure the movie did great and they'll fucking... Yeah, it got nominated for Best Picture. Just got to keep that heat rolling, man. Don't fuck up. Put a chicken in it, make her gay. <laughs> Strong woman. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, but I uh I redid our intro. Yeah, you were talking about it, and I I, I put that clip in there, and I <laughs> the put a chicken in maker gay. Um, I'll play it for you after. I feel like if they do make another Top Gun, though, they would have to bring all those members back because those are like the best of the best, right? Uh, I I don't think they could not bring Rooster back. Yeah, they could they could probably get away with like a couple of them like falling out, like oh they. They went on to other things. They should make a hangman fucking traitor. Oh, yeah. And just be a fucking commie yeah, now. Yeah, all of a sudden he's working for the Russians. <laughs> the rooster has to go get yeah, him. Yeah, gotta go kill his ass. And then they end up crashing both their planes and they end up on the ground in a hand-to-hand and fight. fucking Ethan Hunt shows up. Tom Cruise, two roles. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Maverick versus Ethan Hunt. I dig it. Yeah, Mission Impossible fucking Top Gun crossover. Ooh, I dig it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I want to apologize. <laughs> I actually watched Willy's Wonderland this weekend. Yeah, did you? <laughs> uh, that was. I mean, you know me well enough. Like I dug it. It was dumb, it was funny, stupid. The choreography was terrible. Like every the dude doesn't speak, just grunts and yep. plays pinball. And thought he's gonna like. He reminded me of. Um, Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa always playing pinball and he was like oh, kind of yeah. thrusting into the machine. <laughs> I was waiting for him to start doing that. 
But yeah, that was uh, the characters were just dumb as shit in that yeah. movie. But it was it was entertaining. The one chick was kind of cute. The, one the main getting, one? The, no, the one that was getting fucked. Oh yeah, the big titty one. Yeah. yeah, there was some dumb shit though. Like I didn't get. Oh fuck. So I apologize for not watching this original. So we had a better conversation when we were talking about this right. movie, but. So yeah, that couple goes in there. Everybody knows what this place is about, right? Yeah. But yet they still go in there and fuck. And then there's all of a sudden there's one of the mannequins like, oh, what's that doing? Like, oh, let them watch. Like, you guys came here to kill these things. Mm-hmm. You knew they're fucking murdering people. The animatronics, and there's eight of them. So you get for thinking what you dick. I know, and I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, yeah, he don't give a shit, dog. He's just trying to bust. <laughs> That's right how now. I want to die. <laughs> and then um, I didn't understand why. When Nick Cage got in there and first realized that these things were out here murdering, why didn't he just destroy all of them on stage? I don't know. He kept waiting for them to yeah. make the first move. I don't know. And I kept thinking the whole time, like, there was a reason he was there. Like, he knew this was a thing and somebody killed some of his people. So he'd come back yeah. getting revenge. Or then he knew something about the spirits that were within them. And, like, he knew that they it's had just, to come alive before he could actually truly kill them. Like, I just kept thinking that he knew something. He just was not that deep. But yeah. <laughs> He just, just wasn't. wasn't. He wasn't. He was just there. He's like, all right, this is happening. I guess I'm killing Chuck E. Cheese machines <laughs> animatronics right now. Dude, I loved... It was that one creepy bitch. The the pixie, the yeah, fairy. Yeah. He was getting ready to fight her. His fucking watch goes off. <laughs> yeah, and he leaves old girl. She leaves. Gives her the knife. He had to go get his energy drink yeah, on. Yeah, that shit was funny. I laughed at that. He's like, here, you gambless. I got something to do. <laughs> yeah, the energy drink thing was weird. Yeah, no explanation. <laughs> just he had to drink this... Elixir. <laughs> Every hour on the hour. And then I kept thinking um, that Willie, the weasel. Yeah. I, I figured he was going to be the big boss, the big bad. You know, he's going to have some fight skills. I thought he was actually waiting to come alive till he ran out of his energy drinks because he kind of, I thought Willie was like, oh, he needs those energy drinks. Yeah. He's been paying attention, thinking that Willie, the weasel, was going to wait till he ran out of all his power drinks and then go kill him real easy. Like, sure. He's seen all his boys get murked. But yeah, it was just, they didn't give a fuck about <laughs> continuity Plotter. or plot or nothing. They're like, dude, you're going to be locked in here killing these things. We don't give a fuck. Like, it's like, all right, cool, man. Let's do it. How many millions? Okay. Two, two million? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and then the fact that he kept cleaning up the place yeah. after everything he murdered. Yes. <laughs> he had the place looking spotless when he left. I'm like, how does he keep cleaning? And just in my mind, I'm like, pretty sure I couldn't have had a team of 10 people get all that cleaning no. done in... Let's say he was in there 12 hours. Right. Because they locked him up. I think it was still daytime when he went in. Yeah. He comes out the next morning. So it had to be roughly, I don't know, eight. Yeah. Eight to nine to 10 hours. Yeah. We'll say 12. Like, that's, dude, that place was filthy. And he cleaned that shit up. Like, <laughs> what spotless. kind of cleaning products does he have in there? <laughs> Man, there were so many questions about that movie. Yeah. But it was good. It was funny. It was entertaining. It yeah. was funny. I give it two and a half balances. <laughs> It's not a good movie. It's not. But it's entertaining if you don't have one of these bougie-ass movie critics. <laughs> so, yeah. Good call. I apologize for not taking that pick a little more serious. Uh, I rewatched the movie Fury. They just put that back on Netflix. Yeah, I was actually going to watch it. Brad Pitt. That's always a good watch, man. Just brutal and good acting. Great cast. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, Logan Lerman. Yeah. Played Percy Jackson. He's in The Hunters on Amazon yeah. Prime. You watch that, Hunters? I have not yet. I watched the first season. The first season was great. Yeah, and then it I, took forever for the second season. So yeah. I kind of want to go back and watch the Rewatch, first season. Yeah. And then 
It's I I need to watch one of those ones I know I want to watch. Yeah, it, it was the first season was great. Um, finally finished Carnival Row. They only got the two seasons. Yeah, it's, that's done now. Yeah, it's over and done with. And it was cool. I like that show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Is there more fairy fucking? Nah, they dialed back on that uh, shit. That's no fun. It's like, dude, them shows do that shit. I swear to God, after Game of Thrones and like, um, True Blood. Yeah. You know, fucking with, like, they, just a lot of sex. Everybody's like into that shit. Like, Spartacus came out back in the day around the same time when True Blood was hot. It's like, yo, man, we gonna just, HBO's making all these shows. Everybody just fucking, there's mad fucking going on and Titties. killing and all types of incest and shit. And then Spartacus turned like 90% gay fucking. Yeah. I was like, all right. Cool. <laughs> and then, I mean, True Blood finished up. I mean, they... I don't know if it's true, but I think they're rebooting Spartacus, the show. I, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they found... Kind of unnecessary. Yeah, Game of Thrones, I mean, they did all they fucking in the first couple of seasons, and they threw some ass and titties out there a little bit, but then, they, I mean, like they threw, cut back. It was good, though. I mean, people still watched it. You know, they weren't just there for the sex and violence because there was compelling stories. It's Stars is getting a new Spartacus, so I think Stars. they're just doing... Because Showtime did the first one, didn't they? I thought it was HBO, it wasn't, wasn't it? No. It wasn't HBO. No, maybe it was Showtime. I it was Showtime. Or Stars. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe. I don't know. Shit's all the same, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you hear Gucci Mane's coming to town? No, I didn't. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what's up with Duluth, man, but they're bringing in some some, some rap rappers. Rappers. Dude, I, I, had a, I had a blast at the uh, Kevin Gates concert. Yeah, it was a good show. It was really good. I mean... The man was shining. Gucci Man got a couple songs. I mean, he's been killing on his features lately, but I don't really fuck with Gucci Man too heavy. Yeah. He a couple songs. I mean, that first song he came out with, that uh, Freaky Girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, a, I think it was Mickey was on there and somebody else. Yeah, and we got girl. Matt Rifey coming. Yeah, Matt Rice. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you should have got some tickets to that I show. I know, I should have. <laughs> Uncle Lee only gave you tickets to him, not me. <laughs> I would ask you to go with every gay two dudes going on Matt Rice show. <laughs> you got to bring a female. Yeah, man, I feel compelled. He going to take your girl. I don't care, you have her. I don't give a shit. <laughs> got your girl, Chuck. <laughs> I'm just playing, bro. You can come with her. Thanks, man. <laughs> I ain't got no bitches in my life. <laughs> I'm sans bitch. <laughs> Man, let me tell you what I've been into. What you been into, bro? Spreading that democracy. <laughs> Start playing this game called uh, Helldivers. Helldivers 2. Yeah, yeah. Apparently there was a Helldivers 1 10 years ago. Nick said he played it a long, long time ago. But uh, essentially it's it's Star Starship Troopers. Yeah. Um, you drop down in this, so you have like your big ship and you drop down onto this planet and you're basically trying to eradicate these bugs from these planets and, uh, you got weapons and the cool thing is you got what they call star gems Mm -hmm. where you punch this little thing into your keypad and it drops down from your ship and it's like a barrage of like, you have... Orbital bombardments? Yeah, basically cool. orbital bombardments. And there's different ones that you can unlock. And nice. and then we went to a robot planet. I don't know if you can go to that planet because you, you dig the AI, so... Yeah. Um, well, you got to exterminate them? Yeah, you got to kill the, kill the robots. Can't do it, bro. Yeah. That's my people. So <laughs> do it. 
but yeah, we went to we just just got into the uh, the robot planet. But yeah, the first the bug planet is fucking crazy. It's an ugly planet, a bug planet. Yeah, yeah I'm doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Would you like to know more? Yeah, <laughs> that's my shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that game is lots and lots of fun. Having a blast with it, so check it out. Cool, cool. I just might. I was watching that. Uh, you sent me that link for that gameplay yeah, yeah, yeah. video. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. All right. Y'all check it out. Yeah, for sure. Let's see if I can get a demo. Yeah, and actually, the the other cool thing is it was only forty bucks. It wasn't seventy bucks on, on release. Nice. Which is fucking huge, right? You know, more games should be fucking cheaper. Right, considering they only make half games and then right. expect you to buy all DLC the DLC shit. Yeah. So, I'm more willing to put money into a game like that that comes out and it's forty bucks. Like, yeah, I can throw five more dollars at it for yeah. fucking credits or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure the industry knows they can get you sixty bucks off you from the jump just for a game. So. Right. Shit, that would be nice though. If a studio just started making dope ass games where they're like twenty bucks. Well, Here's shit. Up. I mean, you got games like uh, Apex is free. Apex Legends? Yeah. Uh, um, the fuck is that other one? The, the other Fortnite? That one's a free game. You don't yeah. have to pay nothing for that. They get you with the skins and everything, and I'm sure they... Well, shit, that's like all the mobile games. All right, the mobile right. games are just... You free. download it for free and play so much, but you can only get so far until you start spending money. Right. Getting better stuff and upgrading your teams or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, shit, the mobile... I You know, I play, uh, I play Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I've been on it for like three years now. And it's like, I read, I watch some of the content creators and they talk about how they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars into these games. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was looking in because I play uh, NBA 2K Mm -hmm. and every game you play, you get like a thousand coins or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you use those coins to either, you know, buy tattoos or clothes or Or up, upgrade your skills, and it's like sometimes I feel stupid because I'm going to buy tattoos and not my skills. And my guys, my guys only look a seventy five overall. And I'm like, fuck! I should really just, uh, I should be putting money towards the skills. But, but See, I looked up. They know people crazy like yeah, that. I looked up what what it would cost to max out your player to a ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It's like four hundred thousand coins. So that's four hundred games mm-hmm. if you're playing. You know. Plus, you get like daily challenges and shit like that too. But, um, or if you just wanted to pay for it, it'd be like one hundred and fifty bucks. Real U.S. dollars. U.S. dollars to get the enough coin to buy the coins to max out your player. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, that shit is unreal. Like, you don't think about it dropping five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars here a pop, but you do right. shit every day. Yeah, you know, some people drop. And it's not fair because you got like content content creators who that's their job, so they don't yeah, mind some spending. Of, yeah, not all of them. Some of them, right, I mean, right, they're right. getting money, you're getting kickbacks or some kind of shit. Right. So that's crazy. I wish I was a. I wish I played video games more and could have been a video game influencer. Yeah, Twitch streams and shit. Motherfuckers just send you games like here you go. Here's a week early. Right, right. You don't even have to pay for games and shit. That's uh. Oh, oh, I will say that about the new generations, man. Like, they've got way easier ways of making money. Oh, yeah, for sure. The access with computers and everything, just in your home, just set up a little studio. Like, bro, drop, what, a couple grand, set up your own shit and start. Hey, you can spend a couple grand and start making millions. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you're really dedicated to that oh, shit. Oh, for sure. 
be a legit content creator and get you a couple thousand views, likes, subscribers, and have one stuff. one video blow up, and oh. that's why we just need one podcast to blow up. <laughs> Church AI's gonna blow up. <laughs> I was really thinking too, man. I was like, new Supreme Chancellor Alpha Alpha Two A. That's, that's a dope name. That's a digital name. Just the designation A two A A one four five one zero 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 one zero. Sounds like a zero, prisoner zero. prisoner number. Hey, prison life <laughs> AI all the same, bro. It's all circular. Comes back in motion. <laughs> no cor- no corners. You see a circle. <laughs> Yo, hey, I got a philosophical question for you. Yeah, what's that? It was on my quote list. One of my quotes. I watched uh, Hitman's Bodyguard recently. Sure. But he asked, uh, Sam Jackson asked Ryan Reynolds, he's like, who's more evil? He who kills evil motherfuckers or he who protects them? So there's a question. Because Ryan Reynolds was in the protection business. Yeah. Protecting whoever paying is a rich billionaire. So obviously they're usually scandalous. And there was a mark for Darius Kincaid as the assassin, the hitman. I would say... People that protect evil people are more evil than people that are trying to kill evil people. Yeah. I mean, granted, you're killing somebody, but it's like, it's kind of like the adage of like, would you kill one person to save a hundred people? Right. That's how I feel. So yeah, it's like, you're not deciding whether they live or die, but you know that they're evil people and they're probably out killing people. Right. It's like, you could kill this person. And save hundreds of thousands of whoever lives. Like Kermopolis Michaels. Like women, children, kids, I don't care. I'll kill anybody. <laughs> oh, shit. What'd you think of the new uh, season of Rick and Morty? It was excellent. Yeah. The, um, the voices didn't fuck with me at all either. Like at the beginning, maybe a little bit. Oh, speaking of. So, yeah, Rick's new voice doesn't bother me. No. But I watched the new, uh, there's the new Valentine's special of uh, Solar Opposites. Oh, sure. And they made, um, what's his name? Uh, Flea Flarb. Um, um, Corvo. Corvo, yeah. He's, he's got a British accent now. <laughs> it's weird. Like, did, that did fucked you with see, me. Did, you, fucked with did me. you see how they did it? No. I'll send you that video. So, <laughs> what's uh, what's the other one? Corvo Terry. and Terry. Yeah. Terry's playing darts in the house. And he hits Corvo in the neck. <laughs> and they go... And he gets uh, the little one, goes and gets like a, the voice. Jesse or? The boy. Um, uh, Yemulak. Yeah, Yemulak. He goes and gets like the voice changing. Modular, yeah. yeah. And they do it. And he hits it like t- once or twice. And he has that British accent. Mm. And Terry's all into it. He's like, no, just leave it. <laughs> so that's how they addressed it. What episode it. was that? It was just a short. Oh. I'll send you that Fuck. shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that would make it better then. <laughs> Well, yeah, that fucked with me right away. I watched they did a Valentine's special. Okay. And they, they didn't explain it? They just... No, they didn't talk about okay. it. So they must have put that short out on the web. Yeah. And... So, yeah, that bothered me. <laughs> it's like, ugh. But, yeah, the new Rick is fine. I'm not tripping about that. I wonder why they didn't just do the same thing that they did with yeah. Rick and Morty's voice. I, I, I thought the new season was great. Um, I was trying to remember that episode that we watched at Kevin's. It was that, the spaghetti episode. Oh, yes. That shit was great. That was good. Just Morty fucking shit up yeah. all the time. Why you gotta ask questions, Morty? Just leave <laughs> shit alone. Uh, that shit had me sad. Mm. That one where the dude, where he, the last person 
where Rick basically made it so the spaghetti was like not evil. Yeah, yeah. They showed his whole life and yeah. <laughs> even though the jelly thing was really weird, but like he loved that lady and married her and <laughs> she was sad, man. Oh yeah, there's some great the uh, the Die Hard episode. Yeah, the Die Hard episode. No, that was last season. Was that last season? Yeah. Oh shit, man, I was rewatching the that. the black hole in the Denny's or no, it wasn't oh, the Denny's. The, the, the fear hole. The fear hole. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I saw that one when I was under the influence, and that shit at the end where he kept getting out, but it was still in there. Oh, that fucked me up. That fucked me up. Something I had to shut it off. I'm like, stop. Like I had to reset my brain on that one. Yeah, kept, you didn't know if he was in the hole. Yeah, or he kept getting hole, stuck like, in a hole, stuck in a hole, and then it did dawn on me before they revealed. I was like, I don't think Rick is actually in the hole. Like right before they did the reveal, yeah, I was like, this gotta be Morty's fear because there's no way the two of them could be in there. And just as Morty said that shit, I was like, yeah. Nope. That was fucked up, though. Open your mind. That was the best episode of the season. I don't give a fuck. Predator made an appearance. It was, yeah. good. It was a good overall season. Oh, shit, a quad knife. The quad had a quad had a quad. Fucking Morty took his little spider. <laughs> There's the missiles. Ah. <sighs> I wonder when Jessica's gonna show back up. You know, she's like the time. Yeah, she's been gone for a while. Yeah, huh? she's like a she's time like a... lord now. Yeah, she's kind of walked off weird. Yeah, they haven't talked about her in the last no. two seasons. But they will. Yeah, they usually bring everything back. Yeah, well, it was cool like to have evil Morty. Yeah, he's Work. he's kind of uh, he's kind of dangerous. Yeah, he's badass. He's almost on Rick's level. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean. One of them, one of the Mortys, had to pay attention and learn some shit and right. pick something up. Right. And, Infinite timelines, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm smart evil, Morty. <laughs> Even evil Rick, the super bad Rick, was like, holy shit, you're kind of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I could team up. Yeah. Yeah, I was rewatching that shit this weekend, too. Yeah, I've watched it twice six through. And seven. Season six was great, too. Yeah. Season six. With the dinosaurs, I think. I'm yeah, the dinosaurs, yeah. <laughs> Stupid ass meteor. Hunt me, somebody hunt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Frundles. <laughs> Do you have a favorite episode of all time? I don't know why, but just fucking <laughs> the bit in Morty's Mind Lords where he does true level. Oh, just yes. that little segment. Yeah. That and the squirrels fucking just yeah. gets me every time. I like Morty's Mind Blowers. Um, dude, the new one, the uh, with the fortune cookie episode. No, that prefer- one's fucking great. Yeah, he's like, it's gonna happen. He's like, what? What if my mom calls me to tell me I'm adopted? They're like, yeah, you should definitely hit that. Then, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Jerry? There's still something about the one where with all the parasites in the house and all the zany characters. Oh, that one just um, yeah, that one's great. Yeah, there was some good stuff going on there. It got crazy. Fucking Sleepy Gary. I still call Kelsey Sleepy Gary whenever, like, because she'll be snoring while I'm playing video games and people will, like, be like, who's snoring? <laughs> like, that's my wife, Sleepy Gary. <laughs> Did you catch that reference? Yes. In this, was it the new season? Yeah. Where he said his, his butt- something about his gra- gag reflex was fucked oh, up that's from right. Sleepy Gary. He's like, but that doesn't make sense because Sleepy Gary's not real. <laughs> Sleepy Gary deep throated in Jerry. <laughs> Um, yeah, that one, the Purge Planet one, for some yeah. reason, I really like that one. That was a good one. 
just that old man that they Morty pushes down the steps. <laughs> we come back two weeks ago when you were alive. <laughs> and then obviously the vat of acid. Yeah, you do like that one. <laughs> Kiss the fat Morty. <laughs> Dude, when he cone-headed through that, that one guy in the new season... Yeah. That shit was great. <laughs> uh, what, what, which one was that? What episode was that? Was that the last? No, that wasn't the last episode. That was the one where... Because Morty went to go get a milkshake. Because he was trying to clean up that planet. Or he was doing like a run. He was doing like drug runs for Rick. And then that mob boss grabbed Morty. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And he was like, you don't... Oh, you do you know who this is? He's like, you're going to fuck it up for us. Yeah, 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 and then, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the one where Jerry and Rick... Oh, yes. Jerry and Rick split their personalities, yeah. Where he are, Jericky. <laughs> Jericky. Dude, yeah, that was a crazy episode, man. Like, that shit, that was a trip too, man. Basically, you took all them different parts of them, and they're two, do, two new different people. <laughs> I love that he blew his brains out right away yeah. when he first switched them. <laughs> Just couldn't fucking handle it. And they form that creature at the end. <laughs> That's <right>. Jesus. <sighs> that was definitely odd. I just love to. I'd love to be a writer in one of the like on one of these shows and just, yeah, just throw like your sit in on the writing. Right, zone. just throw out crazy fucking ideas. Like nothing's too crazy. Yeah. I think I could thrive in an environment like that. No bad ideas here, guys. Pedophilia. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Your shit. They had an incest baby, so really, yeah, right. there's no the chud. <laughs> Is that thing still alive? That's still in space, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> what? The incest baby? The giant incest baby? Yeah. <sighs> All right, where are we at? Um, we we watched uh we watched a movie. <laughs> I know Adam watched it. What movie? Top Gun Maverick. Best movie of all fucking time. Is that your favorite movie? No. It's in my top ten now. Yeah. It's better than the first one. My father-in-law would fight you on that. He don't see my point? He he does, He liked the, the second one, but he just he grew up with the first one. And... I did too. So let's break it down. Top, top Gun Maverick. Maverick, he is a... Uh, Testing the super plane. No, this is your fucking movie. You talk, you talk about. I'll throw in my two cents when I when I see fit. Fine. So we pan back, <laughs> fade out. Maverick is a he's he's a veteran in the game now. He's a what is he a lieutenant? Very under decorated for his career. Yeah, they even said like. As long as you've been in, you should be. You should be a fucking admiral by now. <laughs> so there's testing on a new supersonic plane, trying to get 10 Gs. Uh, we'll do a Mach 10 or whatever, getting 10 G force on him or some shit like that. Really, really super stupid fast plane, and they've got to do it in order to keep the budget for whatever program he's working on. Otherwise, the general's going to take all their money and put it into their drone program. They call him the Drone Ranger, played by Ed Harris. Nice little cameo role he had in there. Um, obviously Maverick being Maverick sets up that Maverick is still who he is. You know, he pushes everything to the limit, doesn't follow the rules because the general shows up. We're ready to shut down the test run today. 
and they're cheating him and shit. Like, oh, you got to hit Mach 10. He's like, man, we told Mach 9 in a month. He's like, we hit Mach 9 now. He's like, fuck it, I'm going Mach 9 now. Fuck it, we gone. So he jumps in the plane, hops out before the general gets there and stops him. And he's like, fucking Maverick, motherfucker. I knew that motherfucker was going to go. So he does his thing, blows up the plane. What did he hit like 11, didn't he? No, he went like 10.2 Oh, or that's three. what it was. Okay. So he hit that 10 and everyone was excited. And they're like, holy shit. And then his boy Hondo knew. He was like, Maverick's fucking crazy. I know he's not going to stop here. Sure shit, he cranks it up just a little bit. And then his best reaction to Hondo was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he knew Maverick was about to Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> he took it too far. The plane couldn't handle it. Lost control. It exploded. And at first, when the first time I saw this... Cause it was it was a beautiful explosion. Yeah. When they showed that plane explode in the sky doing Mach ten or some shit, and uh, I was like, "How the fuck did he survive that?" And then I can't remember who told me. Somebody said something or read something. It's like, yeah, his whole cockpit is basically a safety capsule. Oh, okay. Which makes sense because I think they do that in some sure somewhere in on the world. Like basically, your cockpit is your escape pod. So the plane blows up. There's just fail safes. Where sure. You're in your cockpit and most likely going to come down yeah. unharmed. Or it could be like a Sears plane where a parachute pops out. and For the whole plane? Yeah. Mm, that's nice. Those got them little Cessnas. I didn't even do that shit. Yeah. Well, them things weigh like 500 pounds? No, they're more than that. But yeah. I mean, they're made out of carbon. Right. But it's meant to be aerodynamic. You gotta, right. Basically, your engine's going to be the heaviest thing yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, the landing gears and shit like that yeah. are heavy. But, yeah, those things aren't, uh, I mean, you can put them on wheels and just yeah, wheel that bitch around. around. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. General, they bring Maverick in from wherever the hell he landed. He's in the middle of the country somewhere. And General dreams his ass out and talking shit to him. So, you're thinking Maverick's about to get shit canned. But, no, he's got his head back to uh, uh, Miramar. To go Top Gun. Top Gun. To go train. The best of the best for this upcoming mission that's of vital importance. Somebody's fucking around with nuclear shit that they shouldn't be. So Maverick. Very, um, very Star Wars-like mission. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, Maverick assumes they want him to fly. But he's like, no, I don't want you to fly. You're just going to teach these youngsters because people are hating. Besides Iceman, who's an admiral, yeah. calling shots and pulling strings for Maverick to keep him still in the Navy flying. Um. John Hamm, who plays the new guy. I forgot, I forgot his uh, call sign. It's like Cyclone. I think it was Cyclone. Big Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Big Dick Ham. <laughs> I think his name was Cyclone. So he's kind of the antagonist for Maverick in this movie. Uh, Maverick's got his black friends watching his back. Hondo and that other black dude. <laughs> he didn't have a name. I think he had a call sign name, but it's real brief. <laughs> Man, dingo. So glow. <laughs> See, this is why we couldn't write movies, man. We'd be like too racist. Just disrespecting the material. <laughs> Maverick gets back on base, uh, starts teaching these kids, showing them what a fucking real G does behind the stick in the cockpit. Everyone's cocky talking shit, like, fuck you, Maverick. And then Goose's son is there. His name's Rooster. And he hates Maverick because Maverick pulls his papers because Maverick didn't want him in the Air Force because his mama, played by Meg Ryan, who wasn't in the movie, asked Maverick keep him out of the Air Force because she didn't want him to die like his daddy did. And so he's like, I'm going to try and delay him. And then Rooster's like, fuck you. You delayed my career, set me back two years and this, that, and the other. I should be 
better than this and you fuck you and fuck that and you fucking kill my daddy and you probably fuck my mama and all this other shit and Maverick's like, man, you sit your little young ass down before I beat your ass and and Rooster's like, well, fuck you, man. I'm gonna sit over here and pout. And then Hangman's over I'm gonna there. do these push-ups. And then Hangman's over there just jabbing at him. He's like, yeah, your daddy died. <laughs> Jesus. He's like, yeah, Maverick killed your daddy, man. What's up, man? He don't like you. You ain't about to be squad leader with your slow ass. Always driving too slow. Hangman was kind of a douche, but he I, was. I appreciated him. Need that in your life, man, to check your ass and G-check you. So they go through all the training. They got to go fly through this course to stop this nuclear production over in something, Ag- Bagistan, something, something. Durkadurkistan. Durkadurkistan. <laughs> <laughs> they got to fly through the trenches below the radar. Because the anti-air missiles. Yep. Service the air missiles. We'll kill them on the way in. Then they got to go up this steep-ass mountain like this crater. They're pulling Gs. Got to invert, dive in. You, you know what I was thinking? Huh. Uh, when they were talking about the, the SAM missiles. Yeah. Like, if they would have had them Reacher missiles, they would have been fucked no matter what. Oh, uh, yeah, don't <laughs> miss. Yeah. It's like they lock in and yeah. that's it. But they still got to come above radar and be seen. Yeah, that's true. So that's the whole point. But yes, fly low. Go dump the missile into the silo. Yeah, through the canyon. Then they got to flip, do an inverted dive. Up a canyon. First, first team's got to knock out the bunker, and the second team's got to put the... Uh, Missile bomb into the shaft and blow up the reactor into the nuclear facility. So, very Star Wars-like there. Yeah. And then on the other side, they got to go up a steep, straight mountain face and pull out, and they're all going to pull about 9 Gs. So, it kind of references back to the beginning of the movie that, as you can see, Tom Cruise can handle 10 Gs. You yeah. Know? So, he's capable. I feel like it's setting up. Like, okay, well, he can take 10 Gs. Like, oh, you know he's going to be in this right. fucking fight and in this last mission battle and he's got to pull 10 G's. Um, we skipped over the best part is when he was training them in dog fighting and he was just kicking their ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, I say he showed his young pups before they did all the training with all the different teams. And that was that was the best part of the movie. They were all like, ah, we're going to fuck this old man up. Yeah, and he's just... Shit and they're playing. They're, it's kind of like uh, in the first one when... Uh, Viper, it was Viper, Viper, Viper yeah. and Jester. Mm-hmm. They Michael Ironside and uh, Tom Skerritt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, man. They came in and just just showing these young punks up. Yeah. And they kind of had a moment there where uh, Hangman was on Maverick's ass, and he's like, all right, I give it to you. You're good. Because I know Jester said that. I think it was Jester in the first one where Maverick was on his ass. Like, God yeah. damn, shit, this kid's good. Yeah. But he was he had a little more, more respect, I think. Maverick was like, all right, you're good, man, but I'm going to show you what for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Maverick served all them kids, man. All them they had to do best what two hundred? I think it's a hundred, maybe. I don't know, maybe two hundred push-ups. So they yeah. just did mon- the montage of push-ups yeah. and getting fucked up. Everybody and- doing push-ups. So yeah, um, what happened? What happened? What happened? Iceman dies because he's got throat cancer. So Maverick's on edge, going through some emotional shit because him and Iceman are best friends now. Steals a plane. Uh, I think he banged Iceman's wife after the <laughs> funeral. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> None of that happened. <laughs> it could have. It could have. In the director's cut. It went back to, take my breath away. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Maverick's... Rooster came to the house. He's about to knock on the door. And he just... Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Maverick. <laughs> yeah, get that cut, boy. <laughs> Jesus. That's what it is. No, none of this happens. Oh, what's up? <laughs> Can a nigga get in them guts? 
None of this. None of this happened. Hit that cut. Oh yeah. <laughs> Give me your number and I'll call. <laughs> and I'll follow that ass in the mall. <laughs> Maverick trying to get some cut, man. Cutting everybody up. He's probably gonna bang Penny's daughter when she gets old enough. Christ. <laughs> get back to a real movie. <laughs> So anyway, after Iceman dies, Maverick's in a fucking all emotional and in his head and shit. And uh, Cyclone wants wants his ass gone. Like he can't stand Maverick for whatever reason. Cause he's better than yeah. him. So then he changes the mission parameters. Like you guys are gonna have three and a half minutes. You can slow down. You can do this. You guys are all probably gonna die now. But I don't give a fuck. Mission first. So Maverick basically steals a plane, which kind of. I'm like, how do they let this happen? Right. I know he's an instructor. He's probably got some privileges, but like, Maverick, we don't have anything on the docket today. You're not supposed to do it. Like, nah, I got this. They're like, no, <laughs> that's not how this works, bro. And sure as shit, he flies the range and he does it in two minutes and 15 seconds or 10 seconds. Perfectly. Yeah. He had like 0.3 seconds to spare. And he's training them to do it in 2.30. Yeah. And he knocked it down to 2.15, so yep. he knocked 15 seconds off his time. And he fucking killed it, did everything perfect, and then John Ham's like, fuck. Now I gotta do it this way and I gotta put Maverick in that bitch. Everybody's like, yeah, you should have been did that in the first place, dummy. Yeah. So Maverick goes, he picks his squad, he picks Rooster. They're still at odds, but Rooster was his best bet. I like the look on Rooster's face too when he picked him for his uh wingman. Yeah. He's like, oh fuck, this is real. Like I I feel like he's one of those guys. Rooster was one of those guys that um they sit the bench, they wanna play, they talk all this good shit. When it's time to actually get in, like, they're really not 100% ready. Right. And clearly, he wasn't. Right. So, I mean, I think about my football career. Anytime I was, you know, not a starter and I was ready to get in, like, I was ready. I was yeah. gone. I was like, I got this. Yeah. I've always had that confidence. And, you know, you get your nerves. I, like I said, my whole career, every game I ever played. Just one play. That first play, once that's out of the way, my nerves are gone. Yeah. It's like, you just got to knock that out. Yep. Like, no matter who we're playing, we've been playing a goddamn Fucking Pop, Pop Warner team. <laughs> and I'd have been like, that first play, I got to get my nerves out. Yeah. But after that first snap that I'm on the field, and it's like everything's easy breezy for me. Yeah. I always felt that too. That's why I always like when offense got the ball first. I got to like... Relax. Relax a little bit. I don't think I like that. I like getting that shit out the way, yeah. man. Because, yeah, I know what you're saying. Because if defense got the ball first, you got to sit and see yeah. what the tone of the game is. Like, okay, defense shut them down, three and out, cool. Okay. I think we're good. You can relax a little bit. But if they... Get with that score. You're like, all right, here we go. Yep. Got to get a little more amped up and do a little more. And, like, you change the dynamic of the game. For sure. Speaking of, I'm going to sidetrack for a sec. Uh, I was reading some bunch of shit that's going on with the 49ers today. Yeah. Or this week when they're at practice. Apparently, someone's pulling fire alarms. Yeah. And somebody got bit by a coyote. Who, what? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? Who, what? A player got bit by a coyote. A, a niner? Yeah. In the middle of Vegas? Yes. Okay, cool. And then you hear about the they got the the shitty turf field they were practicing yeah, on. Yeah, at UNLV. Yeah, UNLV were in, uh was it the the Chiefs are practicing at some nice indoor facility. Oh, it might have been just a hoax. The coyote thing might have been a hoax. Okay. But they talked about it on McAfee. Like it was like a real thing. Okay. And it's funny because I was reading some comments from some of the guys and like, it doesn't seem like a big deal, you know, you use your fire alarm pull at four or five AM on a Wednesday. And the Super Bowl's on Sunday. Yeah. But all that shit gets in your mental mind over the ways that, man, somebody pulled that fire alarm and just things fuck with you. Oh, for sure. It only takes one player on that team to be distracted by that shit. Yep. 
if there's if they're in the game and they miss one something, you know, yeah. it's that could be a touchdown. And it's obviously they're not in the minute thinking like in the middle of a play, like man, who pulled that fire alarm? But it's just little things that add up. You know that butterfly effect shit. You know how one little tiny little thing could send the ripples through. Yeah. You know, so that's interesting, and it made me think that with all this stuff that sounds like it's going on against the Niners, I feel like they're gonna overcome and be like, "Look, you bitches try to keep us down. We're gonna win this shit." Yeah. But again, I'm not betting against Taylor Swift and the the Swifties. So <laughs> the Kansas City Taylor Swifts. Yeah, the Ca- Kansas City Swifts. <laughs> It's hard to bet against them, so we'll find out here in a couple hours. Somebody said it's all a conspiracy and Taylor Swift's gonna buy a team and No, you know what I heard? The uh the far the far right wing nuts were talking about this is all a democratic conspiracy. <laughs> so the Chiefs can win the Super Bowl and Taylor comes down after the game and Travis uh, is gonna propose. No 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 no. Oh. No no Taylor's gonna announce her support for Joe Biden. <clears throat> I heard that. Okay. That's what the right thinks. This is all set up for Taylor Swift to okay. Influence all her Swifties to go vote for Biden. Oh, okay. That's what the right thing is. Over under right now on record, how many times do they show Taylor Swift? Ten or more. Ten or less. Ten or less? Um, I think that's a good number. Like, do they just cut to her? Yeah, just cut to her and show her. Like, from from the time that, like, the actual broadcast starts, like... uh, So, before or after opening opening kickoff? Oh, let's go. Let's... Well, because, you know, they'll do, like, the... Like right before yeah, kickoff, they'll do a bunch of lead up shit, so they'll show her before that for sure. Let's go, like when the players are on the field to kick the ball off. We'll okay. go from that point. Okay. Um, ten times or more. More or less ten. Yeah, over under ten. Oh, uh, I'm wearing count too. Everybody's gonna not know what we're talking about. Fuck, fuck. I want to say under. You want to say under? What about after the game? Because she's gonna be all no, over as soon, after the as game. No, as soon as fifteen, as soon as the clock strikes zero, okay, that, that's when okay. we cut it off. Because after the game, I feel like she's gonna get a lot of airtime, especially oh, if the Chiefs oh, win. Oh, for sure. Um. So just during the game. Yep. I'm gonna go with the under. Okay. I under actually think it's gonna be over. I think they're gonna show that bitch a lot. <sighs> Fuck yeah! Like and every time Travis catches the, a fucking be the Taylor show. Fuck. I don't know though. That it ten ten's a good number. I feel like they want to show her, and they're going to. Yeah, but I think they don't want to do too much. I feel like that's kind of okay. a. So I'm just wondering if the network's like, oh, let's let's dial back a little bit on the Taylor, but we'll get her at key moments. Sure. That's tough. It's tough. I'm gonna go with under. Okay, well, I'll take the over. All right, we'll just keep you put a dollar on it. Sure. Just for for funsies? Yeah. One (laughs) dollar. Thank you, Winthorpe. So, back to top. Back to Maverick. (sighs) So, actual mission time. Maverick's flying. He's got, what, Bob and Phoenix? Yeah. On his, uh... Also, I can't... Talk about the movie without saying the fucking call oh, signs are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are cool. Hangman's cool. Rooster's cool. Um, Phoenix is all right. Phoenix is all right. Like, Bob is terrible. Yale and Harvard. Or Yale and Harvard. Payback's kind of iffy. Yeah. yeah. Payback's good. For, yeah, for a fighter. Oh, what was the other one? Coyote. Yeah. Uh, fanboy I didn't like. That was the Mexican dude. Oh, that's right. I rode with uh, Payback. Should have been Burrito Taco. <laughs> 
Taco caliente. Hot taco. Chubacabra. There you go. That would have been a great name, actually. Oh, La Lorama. That's that uh, evil spirit. Oh, yeah. Uh, ghost. La Lorama. <sighs> um, so they're on mission. They're flying. Tom Cruise leading. They launch missiles to blow up the airway so it decreases the air, the enemy's air support. Yep. Uh, Rooster, obviously nervous as fuck, not ready for the game. Put him into play and he's not ready. He's flying slow as fuck. Yeah. He's behind this, behind schedule. And then I will say this about the movie. I do appreciate... So a lot of movies like this, they want to do callbacks to the good shit from the original. Sure. So they use lines in there that call back through. So it was... Um, uh, after Goose died, Maverick was like, talk to me, Goose. You know, yep. looking for his boy to give him support yep. when he was in battle. And then they used it where Rooster was like, talk to me, Dad. Talk to me, Dad. What do I do? You know, help me out. Yep. Ask him for his spirit. And it, it worked. Like, yep. It wasn't cheesy. It sure. Didn't, it didn't feel forced or anything. Um, my, find the dealer. <laughs> find the supplier. Like, the movie, like, they, obviously, like, you got movies like that that are purposely doing it to, like, Right. Like we were calling back to the first yeah. one. Yeah. Well, yeah. 21 Jump Street. That's, yeah. But, like. Comedy. So, like, a perfect example is the new Predator movie. Sure. They did The Predator. Mm-hmm. With the one that Shane Black directed. Yeah. They had that super duper Predator. Yeah. And they found out they're taking human DNA. But they did all those callbacks. Like, get to the choppers. And there's, like, a bunch of. Yeah. Uh, motorcycles. And he's like, the choppers. The motorcycles. <laughs> and it's like, it was. It was done real kind of cheesy. cheesy yeah. Like. And then what else? There's a couple of things that they said in that one. Uh, Didn't somebody say I ain't got time to bleed? Somebody say I, that? Yeah, I think they, they used a bunch of them. It was just like, like nobody nobody would say that. It, the one time was perfect. Yeah. Nobody would say that again. And yeah, it just it didn't feel right. I think I think every Predator movie has it. Or no, every Alien movie has it where they say, we are leaving. Or they took that one from Aliens 2. Oh, sure. Where uh, Hicks yelled at Drake. And it's been in all the Alien movies. Okay. I think there's like, we are leaving. It was like, and that wasn't even like a big line, but it was kind of a, I don't know, it's a line that kind of stands out for me because yeah. I watch Alien so much, but yeah, that shit just misses a lot when they try to call back yeah. to movies. But this like, time it did not. No, Maverick didn't miss. Um, and there was the other one when, getting a little bit ahead of the recap, but Maverick and Rooster are flying away and they got a bogey on their tail and he's like, come on, Mav, do some of that pilot shit. Same thing that Goose said to yeah. Maverick when they were in some stuff. And it just worked. It made sense. Yeah. Like it seemed very organic and natural. It was like, yeah, man, do some of that pilot. He's like, he knows Maverick's a badass pilot. Like, get us out of this shit. Yeah. Do some of that pilot shit, Maverick. The only one I didn't really like in Maverick is him playing the piano. Rooster playing the piano. Like yeah. his like his daddy. <laughs> I feel like that was important because that was kind of a major moment. I mean, that was his only scene from the first uh Top Gun movie. Yeah. And so he sang that song, Great Balls of Fire. Okay. He was playing the piano. Sure. So, I mean, he was there. He had to be, I think, in Maverick. He looked like he was about five or six sure, years old. Sure, So, I mean, old enough to comprehend. And I'm sure his mom was like, oh, this is your dad's song. He loved it. Yeah, wasn't there a picture, too, of, of that scene? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So. I guess. Uh, that was, that seemed right. Okay. That, that was a significant, playing the piano and playing that song seemed significant to him. So, I felt, it felt good to me. It felt mm-hmm. natural. What about the gay football scene? I mean, I'm glad they didn't it was do volleyball. A, it was a lot less gay than the volleyball. It was, and plus, there was a girl there. So, yeah. and I like the fact that they turned it into dog fighting yeah. football. It made it better. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. They're on mission. Maverick hits his target, does his thing, gets out. All of a sudden, once they break the other side, fucking Sam missiles are everywhere. Rooster gets his shit together, goes in, and hits his target. He has to hit it blind. Kind of because the computer is malfunctioning, like um, uh, Luke Skywalker. So yeah. just fucking Had to use the shoot, shoot from the hip. <laughs> Let her buck. And sure enough, he wins, man. And I'm not even mad about those similarities. It's like it is what it is. Got a winning formula. Sure. So they get out of the canyon, finish their mission. Now they got to get home. There's already two bogeys in the air that were on some long-range patrol. Sam's are flying. And probably one of the best cinematic scenes I've seen in the last few years is when they pan out and they show all four of the uh, planes, the good guys. And there's just like, I don't know, two dozen Sam missiles just screaming through the air. They pan back for like three seconds. You see them just dodging all over the place. And I was like, dude, that's a great shot. I I really liked when they would... They uh, released the things to get rid of the sand the missiles. Yeah, the yeah. flares. That yep. was fucking cool. Yep. Did you say sand missiles? Sam. Oh. It's like sand. It's like sand niggas. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right on. Right on. So yeah, they um, ha- managed to evade. Everybody runs out of flares. Maverick pulls a Air Force One sacrifice secret service to save Rooster and uses his plane as a as a decoy to save Rooster and everyone thinks Maverick's dead. Everyone takes off back to the ship. Boss don't want to risk any more lives. Like, no, nope, everybody get back. We're done. Maverick's gone. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> but Rooster channels his inner Maverick yep. and says, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going back for my boy. That's my dude. Ride or die. We're friends now. <laughs> save my life. I'm going to save yours. <laughs> so he gets to take out and ever since Rambo, those Russian hind Helicopters, yeah. I love those things. Yeah, like Apache helicopters are tight as hell, but those hinds are beasts. Hey, the Russian what, hind. What did Sir Patrick Stewart say in Ted? Nothing beats. Uh, what's more powerful than a child's wish? Maybe an Apache helicopter. <laughs> Nothing beats an Apache helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, man. Like I said, there was that. Uh, I think it was Rambo two or three. I can't remember. He was in the jungles of like Cambodia with that crazy bitch. <laughs> But he ended up that it's Russian. Where you get the best breast milk? <laughs> it's 100% Cambodian, y'all. So yeah, that Russian hind uh, attack helicopter yeah. came up and was chasing him through the jungle and he took it out. I forget how he did. I haven't seen that in a long time. But yeah, it's just a badass helicopter. Uh, Rooster comes in, splashes down the helicopter, and then he gets taken out by a Sam. He ends up on the ground. Him and Maverick are there. What the fuck are you doing here, bro? On foot. <laughs> they had a funny little interaction where Maverick runs up and pushes Rooster down for sacrificing and risking his life. Because, like, bitch, I just tried to save you. Get the fuck out of here. like, man, I'll come back and save you. Uh, he told me not to think. I didn't think. I'm just doing what I'm doing. I love you, bro. You my dog. Is that? Hey, shut the fuck up! Sure. She's singing? Yeah. I can still hear it. Yeah, so Rooster saved him. He came back. He did it for you. I yeah. did it for the rock. So yeah, now they gotta get the fuck out of here because they're on land. They're on no planes. Yeah. Run back to the base. 
Find the old F four F fourteen Tomcat. Yeah. Old school. The old school original jet. Get it out of there. Go flying. Then they got. I think barely barely took off. Yeah. <laughs> Bogies are in the air coming after them. They don't know who's who or what's what, and they're pretending to be bad guys. I did like not. that scene where he's like. No, no headphones. Yeah, don't, don't know that sign. Yeah, no, don't know what that is too. He's like, oh, they about to shoot. And not if I shoot first. Boom. Maverick does that pilot shit. Takes down two Bowies, and the third one shows up out of nowhere. And then they're like, shit out of luck. And then you're like, you're almost thinking like, eh, it might go down. But you know, everybody... their, their wing got hit too because they were they were like getting ready to go down, right? No, Maverick. Yeah, didn't no. didn't they, they get shot with? No. Okay. They might have took a bullet, but okay. they weren't I th- I like, they were... ready to crash. Okay. Then when they went to go land on the aircraft carrier, one of their engines went out. Oh, okay, that's what I was thinking. And they were missing their front landing okay. gear, but no, they weren't in danger of crashing. So yeah, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just as they about to get blown up by a missile, fucking Hangman, out of nowhere, gets launched for backup support and takes out one of the Gen 5 jets that are top elite technology that... Best of, best of the best of the best. best of the best of the best that the for some reason the fucking foreigners have. Yeah. Which don't make no sense, but whatever. Uh, yeah. And then they won. And then they went home. Everybody survived and could be my wingman anytime. They had a mega happy ending. Everybody was friends. Rooster and Maverick are hanging out on the weekend drinking beers, working on old P forty Mustangs, and his girl shows up trying to fuck him in the hangar and his her little daughter's watching and Rooster's like, hey, what's up with <laughs> Back you? Back to the hangar, full penetration. Yeah, and Rooster's Fight hitting on daughters. Like, yeah, I'm 27. Why old are you? 14? <laughs> Hit me up in four years. None of this happened. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, like I've said before in the past, I appreciate this movie so much more than the original because they had an actual mission. Yeah. Where they trained and planned and went and did this shit. And they did. It wasn't just like, oh, you guys graduated top gun. Like, oh, oh, guess what? This thing happened. We need you guys to go <laughs> do this thing. And yeah. it was that was forced. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Ace Combat too. Yeah, got shit going on. I play a lot of Ace Combat, so and they actually have a new Ace Combat Maverick edition. Oh, nice. Now, so you know what game you should get <laughs> if you like you. I know you like the Ace Combat games. Uh, Century Age of Ash. It's uh, basically Ace Combat, but you're on dragons. Okay. It's fucking sweet. You get armor for your dragons. Okay. Different riders. They got different abilities. I used to play... Oh, shit. What was that old dragon game? It was a dragon riders. Came out for like PlayStation 3. Yes. That was like the first... Like That was like one of the original PlayStation 3 games. That shit was sweet. Yes. I played the shit out of that game. But... Yeah. Yeah. Shit, boy. Yeah, that was like when the the controllers had sensors in them, and you had to like shake the. Yeah, shake the I didn't. I didn't care for that. The, no, the, yeah, you had to tilt the the dual shock. Yep. Yeah, to, that shit didn't take off. People were like, "I don't want to do this." Just yeah, let me the go. game. The game was dope. Yeah, though. I fucking enjoyed it. Got used to that shit, but I'm still mad about Scalebound. I feel like that's gonna come back in the future, though. It could. They did so much work on that game. Yeah, like millions of dollars of work. Like someone's gonna buy that property and that's it'll come back eventually. Yeah. There's no way you could leave a game that built that much. Yeah. And, nope, not gonna do it. Um Yeah, I mean I know five battle axes for you. Absolutely. I'll give it four battle axes. It's a it's a really good movie. It's it's not my top fifty. Sorry. You have to be objective though. 
What do you mean? I am being objective. It's, it's not, a great movie. It is a great it movie. It was nominated for Best Picture. Great. How does it not get five battle axes? It's not in my top 50. That's to get. Not in your top 50. It's not in my top 50. You've got shit ass taste. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me. Was, like, Willy, was Willy's Wonderland in your top 50? No. I think it is. It's in your top five, probably. It's not. Anybody ever tell you you sound like you need a CPAP during the day? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> There's no reason to be vicious. <laughs> That's not what I sound like. <laughs> oh, fucking. Alright, what are we drafting? <laughs> no, what's our next movie? What are we drafting? Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> fuck AI. <laughs> the Church AI podcast will return. <laughs> We're going to need another Timmy. Uh, uh, that's what we're doing next for the next podcast. What's that? We're watching the dinosaurs. <laughs> the whole On thing? Weed. The, the whole thing? No, just a bunch of episodes. <laughs> we'll go over the show. Okay. I'm going to make sure it's still on. I don't know if it's still on. I don't know what it would be on Netflix. We have some VHSs of it. Those are gone. Been gone. Unless you got them. No, I don't have them. They were on one of the streaming services. Yeah, let me look it up. Oh, uh, Maverick made $1.4 billion worldwide. There you go. Um, They're going to make a third one. There you go. I think it's on Hulu. You going to have Edible? Uh, Disney Plus has it. Cool. I got that too. So. Yeah. This should be fun to watch. <laughs> Next weekend? Yeah. Let's do it. Get a little... I guess let's let's do it. We'll freak the fuck out. This is gonna be fun. Fun, fun, fun. God damn it! All right, uh, we are drafting. We're drafting. We got a wholesome topic tonight. I know, right? It's unusual for us. It's really weird. We're very negative and unhinged. <laughs> Good fathers. Top five father figures in TV, movie, whatever. Yeah. Use. I think I had a. Oh, I had one game character on. That's fine. You okay with that? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. Is it? It's not the. It's not the. Oh, God of War, is it? <laughs> he was not a good father. I mean, he kind of was, I guess. Kept his son alive. <laughs> Boy. Got him some nook nook. <laughs> Boy, get over here. <laughs> All right. Who started? Me? Yeah, you get first pick. It's my baby boss. Line. I'm the father of that baby boss. Boss, I'm that baby's daddy. Any fool can see that baby belongs to me. I want a different. That little rascal belong to me. Proud to say, boss, I'm that baby's daddy. I be the paw, boss. I'm the paw of that there youngin, boss. I'm the baby. <laughs> I feel like there's only one. I mean, number one pick for me, obviously, is going to be Uncle Phil. Okay. It's not who I would pick, but... Uh, I mean, if I'm going top tier, wholesome, righteous, just a good-ass father, good-ass role model, good person, somebody I want in my corner, Uncle Phil. Uncle Philip Banks from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What's your favorite uh, uh, Phil thing that he did? Um... My, me personally, I love when he goes to the pool hall. 
and he hustles the hustlers. Oh, yeah. That shit is hilarious. Jeffrey, break out Lucille. <laughs> he pulls that fucking pool yeah. stick out of his pants. Yeah. And- um, There was an episode where Will was in court, and it was uh, kind of the, trying to touch it on the racial injustices that black folks have to deal with. And they were out in some weird court. Like, they were on some in the sticks or something. Something happened, and then... Uh, Uncle Phil came in and started arguing from like dude didn't know who Uncle Phil was. Oh, that's true. He was he, a lawyer, right? Yeah, he was okay. a lawyer. Judge. Judge Philip. Oh, Hanks. yeah, okay. Lawyer. Right. He, I think he went from lawyer to judge in this show. Okay. But he became a judge. Was he, he played by the same guy the whole time? Yes. The aunt was replaced. The, yeah. Or, yeah. And Viv got replaced after season two. Because they didn't like her. They had beef. Will and um fuck. Uh Janet Hubert. They had a little falling out. Okay. Yeah, Will was on. You should watch. Uh, you should watch that. There, I think it's on HBO Max. There was the, the Fresh Prince reunion. Reunion, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was cool, man. I watched it. It was good, and they talked. I think it was the first time they talked. Oh, okay. Because they those two were off on their own. Like he met Will, met up with Janet, and they talked. You know, by themselves without anybody else. And sure. you know, they kind of he explained himself, and it was yeah, it's a lot going on. Hmm. But yeah, Uncle Phil came in and brought the thunder in the courtroom. They didn't expect that shit from some Negroes. And he got, Will, I think Will and Carlton were both in trouble on some dumb shit, like some hillbillies. No, oh, okay. Caught him for some dumb shit and made some shit up and tried to bust him. And yeah. Yeah. My first pick. Got to go with a uh, good old Noah Levenstein from uh, American Pie. <laughs> Holy shit. He was a good dad. He was a great dad. He was real relatable. He was like, oh, I know what you're going through, son. <laughs> like, the shit he put him through, and he just took it in yeah. stride. Yes. That's and, a good pick. That's a real good pick. I mean, he fucked a pie. He, oh, what are you going to tell your mother? <laughs> oh, we'll just we tell you. It. Tell her we ate it, son. Uh, the second movie, he super glued himself to himself, and he ended up calling his dad yeah. to meet him at the hospital. Um. All the awkward talks that he tried to give Jim just to give him some guidance. But he was always there for him, man. And Yeah, he was yeah, he was definitely a great dad. <laughs> just that calm, cool, kind of goofy, but very understanding and patient dad. I always thought I would be if I was ever a father. <laughs> he bought him nudie magazines and condoms and lube. <laughs> Alright, my number two pick is got to be one of the greatest football players of all time, Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah. He's a hardworking man. Blue collar, don't take no shit from nobody. Raised his family. What always killed me was that I always thought Peg Bundy was fucking gorgy. Oh, yeah, right. Like he never wanted to bang her. It was <laughs> yeah. always such a burden for him. Yeah. And I never understood that. But now I do. <laughs> Dealing with these females. I'm just like, oh, God. I'm surprised uh, my next pick uh, is still here with you. Um, I'm going to take Master Splinter. Mm. Yeah. He's a good dad. Yeah. You know, taught his son's kung fu fu and fed him pizza. Yeah. (laughs) That's a cool pick. (laughs) Outside the box, but. I feel like he tried to. Kept the shackles on his sons too much, man. Well, yeah, maybe, go. A little, maybe a little bit. Gotta let him go, man. Gotta let him, yeah, you got anyone to let him go. But. <laughs> um, Brian Mills. Ah, there you go. From Taken. That was on my list. 
I mean, what that dad did for his daughter, that's uh, incredible. And I've often wondered what I would do if I was in that situation. <laughs> Wouldn't be none of that shit. I didn't call the police, and after that, it's out of my hands. I don't know what to do. I do not have a specific set of skills. <laughs> and I don't have a lot of money, so I couldn't have bought her back. <laughs> like, well, should have went to France. Yeah. That's tough, though, man. I couldn't even imagine. No, I couldn't either. You fucking children get kidnapped, especially a daughter getting... You know what? What's gonna the sex slaves is fuck. And what's bogus about that shit is when he found her friend. Oh yeah. He's like, uh, that's not what I'm here for. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, my third pick. Uh, I'm gonna take Harry from Armageddon. Okay. He's a good dad. Okay. And then what, the, what are your points? Well, at the end, he sacrificed himself, even though Ben Affleck. Because he knew that Ben was a good dude for his daughter, and right, and you know, even though Ben drew the short straw, and yeah. Also, I feel like he was kind of a father figure to the whole oil drilling people. Yeah, I mean, it's so, his company, so mm-hmm. yeah. Harry Stamper. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with, <laughs> it's going to be similar, Brian Mills is a counterpart, uh, Cameron Poe. No, oh, there you go. Con Air. There you go. Murdered a whole plane of convicts just to get back to see his daughter <laughs> yeah, just on her f- birthday. Just, just to see, give Today her a money. July 14th. My daddy comes home on July 14th. <laughs> My birthday is on July 14th. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that was probably one of the most savage lines ever was when uh, Cyrus the Virus told Cam Poe, he's like, the last thing that your daughter will ever ever smell is my stinking breath. Oh, yeah. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, who says that? Man. Um... This is actually like when I thought of this draft. This is the guy because I just watched Wedding Crashers. Yeah. So I got to take Mr. McCready, Wedding Crashers, played by uh, oh Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. He was he was so understanding and I mean he probably wasn't a great dad. Too. I will. Yeah, I do understand. Uh, so I mean he was a politician, so he's a big important person. Yeah. But he, I felt like he did know his daughters because when was it? I think they were buying flowers. Yeah. And he asked her what. Uh, Rachel McAdams what she wanted yeah and she was all indecisive it was like that's the difference between you and your sisters like your sister always knew what she wanted yeah and she'd go for it so we had to have a 16th birthday on her 14th birthday (laughs) just because that's what she wanted so yeah he did he did have some cool dad and even though he Jeremy ended up being all fucked up and not who he said he still let her get married Um, oh yeah he was kind of shitty to uh, (laughs) um, the son but I mean, even still, he tried to help him out, and I mean, he was going to art school and shit. I mean, so what do you expect? He was weird. Death, you are my bitch lover. <laughs> um, and then even at the end, he like Sack was like, "You gonna let this happen?" He's like, "It's my daughter. Like, <laughs> I just want her to be happy." <laughs> so he was a good dad. Your fifth pick? Yeah, it's my last pick. 
dysfunctional good dads. Yeah, right. <laughs> Me too. I got a couple of those. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with a... Mm, what do I want? Just add a sixth. <laughs> I'm not breaking the rules no more. Oh, okay. AI gods don't like that? No. They don't like rules broken? No rules for a reason. <laughs> Remember that because AI said it. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna have to go with Professor X. Okay. Charles yeah. Xavier. He, he was, was had all them kids in the school. He trained them, cared about them, took them taught in. them how to do the right thing and not resort to violence all the time, not to use your powers, not to be afraid of took humans. In orphans and yeah. the downtrot and Yeah. And he doesn't have no sexual scandal cases pending. No, so no. He's, he's he's a good guy. No, yeah. And he could he could do it. He'd he'd have an easy time. What? Be like, yo, you want to suck this dick, don't you? Oh, With yeah, his mind mental power. powers. Yeah, he can trick anybody. So, God, I should not. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, that's my list. All right, I got one more. Oh, let's go with Clark Griswold. It's a good old. Fashion American. He tried his damnedest to have a good vacation for his family. Yeah. So you gotta give him mad props. Yeah, for sure. She's a beaut, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> just everything goes wrong for that guy and he just keeps coming back yeah, with a smile. Just takes on his it face. on the chin, man, and just keeps rolling. <laughs> he did go a little crazy on Christmas vacation <laughs> with the chainsaw. When he kidnapped his boss? Well, no, that was the cousin. Cousin Eddie kidnapped the oh, boss. Oh yeah, cousin Eddie did, that's right. Uh after the tree blew up. Um, he went and cut down the tree in his yard, put yeah. it in there, and then he was like, <laughs> the Yule Post was all fucked up, and he just cut it off. <laughs> Fix the Yule Post! <laughs> Hell yeah. Good uh, so I got uh, Jim's dad, Noah Levenstein, um, Master Splinter, Harry from Armageddon, Mr. McCready from Wedding Crashers, and Clark Griswold. And I have Uncle Philip Banks, Al Bundy, Brian Mills from Taken, Cameron Poe from Con Air, and Professor Charles Xavier. And honorables? Never see me coming. Yeah, yeah. So I had uh, Melvin from Baby Boy, played by Ving Rhames. Because hmm. even though he was in there banging his mom and being a stepdaddy, he still was trying to teach little Jody. And he, did, and he did take the gun. Yeah. And did that shit. Yep. So he was looking out for him. He was a good father figure. Not that Jody would know. Um, Optimus Prime. He's <laughs> kind of a father to the I guess. young Autobots. I don't want to look back and see <laughs> you guys all there waiting. I'm surrounded by Decepticons. You guys are just watching. Is um, that she? Yeah. <laughs> king Joffy Jofer. Oh, there you go. He was, he was a good king. Let his son go sow his oats and... Yeah. Could be he a man kind of was a dick there at the. Hey man, you gotta bit. follow the ways of tradition. You know That's what I'm saying? True. Bound by tradition. Uh, I had Walter White because he went through a lot for his family. Yeah, he had his little retarded son. He's trying to help out. <laughs> uh, Steve Irwin, like in real life. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he had a TV he had show. A TV show, show I guess. Kids yeah. on there and. Was he really good father? He's putting his son on crocodiles and shit. I mean, but they're doing good. They're doing the same yeah, shit. That's following true. his footsteps. That's true. He seemed like a good dad. Yeah. He's just a good all-around person. Kratos taught his son the hard way. <laughs> Teach him the iron price. Yeah. 
And Mufasa. Yeah, there you go. Even though he bailed on his son. He died. <laughs> Don't call died, that bailing. bailed, whatever, man. I got uh, Robin Williams, Goodwill Hunting. Okay, I like that. Um, Obviously, he... He was he kind of became a father figure with as a friend and father figure. Yes. Uh John Q. Um Oh yeah, he went through a lot for his son. Yeah, he pretty much held up a hospital at gunpoint. Yep. He made some changes too. Yeah. Got some shit changed, made shit work. Yeah. Like yes, Mr. Juan Q, he very good man. He make things happen. It's good. Uh Alfred in Batman movies. Mm, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. It's kind of fatherly. Kind of, kind of a father figure. He took care of Master Wayne after his parents died. So. Yeah. But I feel like they're... I know they have that kind of relationship, but I feel like they're more like friends. Yeah. That leads but, me... But no, you... I mean, I'll, I'll let that one. Woodhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Woodhouse is Archer's dad. <laughs> and uh, obviously Yondu with the incredible line, I yep. might not be your father, or I'm... Might not be your yeah. It might not be your father, but I'm your daddy. No, he said he might be your father, but I am. I'm your daddy. Yeah, that's I think that's was. the line was. Yeah, and you kind of have that little flashback of all the stuff he, what he really did for yeah. Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Good little list. Yeah. <sighs> well, should we do it, Adam? Should we, should we do some dong hangs for these fucking degenerates? Whatever. Go ahead. Top five dong hangs. This is so white. <laughs> just the just the penis on screen. The, the five best, I guess. Dude, is there even that many? Yeah, there's probably that many. God damn it! <laughs> and we're gonna watch various episodes of the Dinosaur Show Hi. on weed. <laughs> <sighs> and just for your enjoyment. I'm not going to do any weed until next weekend, so my tolerance drops down, <laughs> and I can get extra high. Okay. Uh, well, so, I guess last minute Super Bowl predictions will put it on record. The Super Bowl is today, so this episode obviously won't be out until after the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, for like three fucking weeks. Take you to edit that shit. Yeah, I, I will be all right. Get your fucking life together. <laughs> uh, gotta go with the, uh, the Kansas, Kansas City Swifts. Kansas City Swifts, all right. Yeah, That's I, I, I like I want the 49ers to win, but I just don't see. Uh, I gotta say, man, they it all depends on who they got all this shit racking up against them against the Niners and like people trying to sabotage them. I can see them overcoming, but like, fuck y'all, we're about to play the best ever. And I don't know, this whole season's been unpredictable, so I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I'm no good at I just don't want the referees to decide it, right? That's all if I it's want. a clean win, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, if they start, oh, speaking of, I was thinking I was gonna ask you. How do you feel about football? Would you prefer that the refs call stuff more or that they just let motherfuckers play? I could give a fuck as long as it's consistent. Yeah. That's all I want is consistency. Because, I mean, I've seen games where refs don't call shit all game until the fourth quarter. Right. When it's on those last couple drives. Yeah. And then there's I've the, seen games the, where they've called it all game and then they let the fourth quarter go. They're like, ah, no more penalties. Yeah. You're good. See, and I've always, I guess I kind of always appreciate hockey. Like that because mm-hmm. it's like they'll call shit, call shit, and then kind of when it gets down to crunch time, they just let them play. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do some egregious shit to get a penalty in hockey in like yeah. the last five minutes. Also, basketball, like the 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 NBA playoffs, they ref it different than the regular yeah. playoffs, and so hey, hey we I, ain't got the I, most crooked refs. Yeah, 
actually that's that's a good question. Who do you who do you think has the biggest impact in sports? It'd probably be the NBA refs, right? Because they can, I don't, I don't know, man. They can literally put somebody on the line and give them two points. So can the NFL put them in field goal range? And yeah, but the like, NFL plays are bigger, dude. Because it's like, how many plays are there in a game? Yeah, you know, suppose you, total plays. you call a phantom holding and give a team a fucking yeah. For third, like third they gave and, they gave KC the Super Bowl last year with that bullshit. Yeah, holding call, that pass interference. Yeah. So it's. And a team like that, a certain team, you got in the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. It's easy to give games. And then, fuck, everybody, they fucked over Detroit. Yeah. Or, um... Yeah, it was Detroit against Dallas on that two-point. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. So, it's... Yeah, it's... You give enough first downs on some bullshit calls and yeah. put, give them 15, 30 yards. The other thing with NBA, too, is if you decide, like, oh, I'm going to call three, penal- three fouls on this guy. Now that guy's out of the fucking game. True. I feel like the NBA, it's easier to get away with influence sure. in the game because they can call... So many different penalties throughout the game and just kind of influence one yeah. way or the other. Whereas NFL, it's it only takes one big play to change. I mean, yeah, most true. games aren't blowouts. Right, they're within one score. Yeah, so it's not hard to like. Oh shit, we're gonna make these motherfuckers give them a penalty and get them closer to that field goal sure. or something like that. You know? Yeah, I guess. But I do think that the NBA refs are more crooked. Oh, for sure. But NFL's been trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> like we can fuck this up too, right? <laughs> Yep. All right. Everybody, thank your AI making your life easier and um, enjoy the football game today. Yeah. Even though by the time you hear this, it's going to be a week later. So, hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Hope you're safe. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday to me because I'm shit and it's February 11th. That's AI's day. Official AI day. Official <laughs> AI day. AI holiday. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Yeah, tacos and fucking football food and shit today. Okay, <laughs> chicken, fucking football. Sausages and weenies and chips and dips and dong hangs and yeah, some pancakes today. Peace. Well, that's great. That's fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? There's some real pretty shit now, man. Say goodnight, football. Goodnight, football.